Welcome to A Social Disease, a podcast for recapping and relating to Degrassi The Next Class. I'm your host, Jesse Mack. And I'm Carly Jo Gear, also a host. This show is not for kids, as we have frank discussions about sex, drugs, and violence. Listener discretion advised. What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Welcome to 1998. Bud, why, <laughs> sir? Yeah, you didn't see that one coming, did you? Zing. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we're not talking about Next Generation. We are still talking about uh, the new class. What's up, y'all? We're back. We're fat. Get used to it. We have back know, fat. That's what I immediately thought of. Anyways. Oh, man. One of, my, one of my preschoolers told me once that the back of my belly was showing, and it was the worst moment of my life. But also... Kind of what we kind of got. It could be. Looks the back looks the same as the front. (laughs) Back of your belly. Logistically, anyways, um, just my belly going all around. All righty. That's what a spare tire is. Couple of gals sitting around our computers talking about back fat in season two, episode Mm -hmm. seven of Degrassi. Hashtag that awkward moment when. And today we have back uh, Bethany Jill Duhame. Um, you don't need to use my middle name. <laughs> I'm using. Yeah, well, I didn't say like your maiden name. I know. I'd, I would rather you use. Listen, my only regret about getting married is that I did not take the time when I was changing my name anyway to change my middle name to be my maiden name. I didn't like think of it that that was like a thing, but it's totally a thing you oh, can man. do. It is a thing. And it I'm not going to go but, back and change my name now. But then. <laughs> You, but then we wouldn't be Timmy J, Bethany Jill, and Carly Joe. Yeah, I know. You but really I don't, fucking like ruined Bethany that. Jill Gear sounded like fine, not great, but fine. But Bethany Jill Duhame sounds stupid as hell. <laughs> I don't know why mom and dad didn't think about my potential married name when they were naming me. I don't know. I think that like I could potentially see like a really nice piece of wood with like <laughs> Bethany Jill Duhame Live Laugh Love written on. No, it. I hate it. If you give me that, if you give me that for Christmas, then you are not staying at my house for the rest of the time. Already put in the custom order for it. So you sleep in in the yard. I'm down. Okay. (laughs) Um, So yeah, uh, we. I don't think we have any other questions for uh, Bethany Jill Gear Duham. No, (laughs) drop the Jill. I hate it. It sounds dumb. Do you have anything to say? Any questions for any any brain busters for her, Jessica Rain? No, Max I haven't Duhame? thought. I haven't thought of like new questions for second uh, time or third time. What about? I'm, I'm a third timer. All right, I'm getting like on Saturday Night Live when they're what is it? The Five Timers Club. They get oh, a jacket. <laughs> no. I better no. if I come on her two more times. I better get a freaking jacket, or I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> we'll work on it. Um. Yeah, I don't have any. I'm like, what else could we? Ask you for? ask me what size jacket I am because you better special <laughs> order it now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll have to design one. It better be. Yeah, right. listen. Oh, the snowflake right. one. Put it as like a oh, little detail like, on the front. Oh my god, yes, it's got to be embroidered. <laughs> I came on a social disease five times, and all I got was this lousy jacket. <laughs> okay, so we open at, as I'm calling it this week, the Hollingsworth Home for Wayward Children. Ooh, it really um, is this week. It is, yeah. Uh, Frankie is sending her mom away with, I assume, a pumpkin spice latte so she can secretly call out of school for herself. I totally did that. You, oh, what? I to- I did that a bunch of times. You did that to mom? I only I only got caught twice, and both times it was because I was with friends, and their parents caught us. Oh, and they told mom? 
Yes. Well, no, actually. Only one of the times did they tell mom. Megan, Megan's um, mom caught us because we skipped school to go to the mall. <laughs> and she told mom. But Katie's dad caught us when we were skipping school one time and he just let us get away with it. Nice. <laughs> and we thought that we thought that we'd fooled him. And only years later has he been like, remember the time I caught you guys skipping school? And I'm like, you knew that's what we were doing? What? Like he came home sick in the middle of the day and it happened to be around the time of lunch period. Oh. So Katie was like, I forgot my math book. So Beth drove me home to get it. Now we're going back to school. Oh, jeez. He did not buy it. Because wow. he saw, like, our popcorn and our, like, blankets, stuff behind the TV, like. I can't believe that you did that. I always just refused to go. I never, like, pretended I was going to skip. I just didn't go and was like, Mom, I'm not going too bad. Well, it was once I had, like, once I had a car. Mm. You know, like, sometimes I'd drop, I'd, I'd liter- like, I would drop you off at school, Carly. Oh I would God. drop my friends off that I drove to school and I'd be like, you come home. <laughs> I'd be like, guys, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. And doing then this you would today. call the school and, and then I would call mom? the school and it usually was a voicemail. Yeah. Listen. Oh my, yeah. Oh my God. I called you out of school once. Yeah, but that was that was uh, that for was like the to, the half a half day. That was to, that go, was to, go, to go to Hooters. <laughs> so that was a special occasion. I know, but that's the kind of stuff I pull. Okay, is you call the office, you sound very adult. You say, "I'm calling." I'm my listen. My daughter has a doctor's appointment. Her name is Carly Jo Gear. I'm sending my other daughter is in college. She's getting out of class. She's going to come pick Carly up to go to the doctor's. They will not be returning. <laughs> I'm just shook. pick your sister be- up and you bring her to Hooters. See, this is the thing. Like, I, Mom and I would get into fights in the morning because I'd be like, I don't feel good. And she'd be like, stay home. And I'd be like, but I have a, 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 a Jonah. And I'd be like, I have a test. I have to go take that test. And I have homework due and I have to bring it in. And I'm freaking out. And I'm having anxiety attack. And Mom would be like, just stay home. You haven't missed any classes. And I'd be like, no, I can't ruin my perfect attendance. No, I would be like, <laughs> I don't want to go. And mom would be like I'm dragging you out by your hair and you are going and I don't care if you're sick sometimes you have to go to school sick that's life God. <laughs> no, uh, you're gonna you're gonna attendance fail and drop out just like your brother man I, you really I would be like mom it is senior year my only required course right now is English and I have a 99 average I could Jeez. fail every other class and I would still graduate and she's like and you would do that just to spite me wouldn't you <laughs> I probably would have, if we're being real. I probably would have. Well, my my mom was a stay-at-home mom and then a substitute teacher at the high school. So you were not getting away with it. It was literally just, I'd be like, I'm not going. I haven't slept in three days. Too bad. (laughs) Like, And I'd kick and scream and just be like, Mom, please, just let me stay home. And I just wouldn't go. (laughs) Wow. What what tangled lives we weave (laughs) or webs. I was always like at the like highest number of absences you could have while passing. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. Okay. Often I went over, but because my classwork was so good when I was there, mm-hmm. they would like kind of look the other way. Right. Like there were a bunch of classes that like technically I should have attendance failed because mm-hmm. I had more than the number of absences, but like I got all my work done. So see, I also didn't do my work. So. Oh. <laughs> See, okay, so yeah, so the only time I even came close to attendance failing was the second semester of my senior year, and that's right. because mom was dying, and I was right. like, I'm too depressed to get out of bed, and yet I still didn't attendance fail. I still like managed to to get there, but uh, 
Yeah. And then I did I did actually fail calculus my second semester. Um, you don't know your calculus. I don't. Mm-hmm. It, calculus so is really plus hard. Plus me equals them. Yeah. Yeah. I was <laughs> I was really calculus was really hard and like yeah, so in mom fashion, she got the report card and was like, "You failed calculus." And I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, but I saw you graduate. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I didn't. That was an extra didn't, like that bonus. That wasn't a required yeah. course, mom. I, that, that was, was me like being an like, elective. That was me being like, I enjoy math, so I think I'll take calculus. Yeah. Like and I, then it was really hard. So yeah, mom was like, yeah. I don't. But you, you didn't you need you didn't need that much mu- that many credits to graduate Merrimack High. Like I yeah. had enough. You need twenty one. Like by by the beginning of my senior year. Yeah. No, I think I uh, was pretty much close to it too, yeah. So I literally only had to pass yeah. English because that was the only required course senior year. Mm. And I had enough because it was like 21 yep. credits yep. or something yep. you needed. So if you took and passed seven classes three years in a row, like by <laughs> the time you were a senior, you would already have enough credits and everything else was just gravy. <laughs> All right. We're talking a lot about yeah. Frankie calling herself out of school. Anyways, and I'm just saying. We're getting there. She makes a fatal mistake and she hangs out with a friend and that's when you get caught. <laughs> then Jonah arrives, who is me, trying to get her to go to school because he's a good person. Um, <laughs> His cross is clearly upside down. He's worshiping Satan now, by the way. I don't know if you took yeah, a look at his cross. Yeah, but he's straight edge. Yeah, I don't. He's I don't, straight edge like I was I don't think he is because he's not abstaining from sexual relations anymore. Bethany, you are derailing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not sure what you expected. <laughs> We are in the first fucking scene. <laughs> Two sentences. 20 minutes in. in. <laughs> Jonah right, right. arrives. Shut your pie hole. Frankie. <laughs> oh, wait. Jonah arrives and offers Frankie a ride to school, who's ditching because everyone thinks she's racist. Wow. Yes. Um, she is. Anyways. And, and this, okay, here's my thing is that, like, of all the times that Miles has been about to go to boarding school, why doesn't Frankie just, like, ask to transfer to another school? Like, I know, right? We know that her parents are totally down to pay for a private school. Why doesn't she just be like, hey, can you send me to another private school in Toronto? I'm sure it's not that hard. She could still right. see Because then she would miss Jonah. <laughs> but she's still living in the same house. Like, she could just go to a private school in that town. Mm, They're in yeah, Toronto. Totally Anyways. I know. Private school's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, she convinces Jonah to play hooky by showing off her cute bralette that she was wearing. Underpants. Under, Underpants. Yeah, under her sweatshirt without a shirt. So that was interesting. <laughs> um, she was ready. I know. I know. She like, like zipped it down and everything. Like if it was a pullover sweatshirt, I'd give it to her. But I feel like you can't do a zip up without a shirt underneath. Dude, she, Although I had a professor in college who would do, he'd do a zip up fleece and he'd have it like unzipped a little ooh. bit and you could see his hairy chest. <laughs> I think that's the look she was going for, but she honestly could have zipped her nipple off. So I'm no, she cool. was trying to. She was trying to look like my. Uh, it was like a folk music class. <laughs> we learned about Bob Dylan. Bethany, she probably she probably took that class. How educated are you for real? Because I don't. Know, what, what classes did you take? I, I took to, all kinds of things. I need to see some credentials. Um, I do listen. I have my degree in early childhood education, and all my electives. I took a lot of interesting ones. Okay, I know. <laughs> I know, and yet here we are, me with an acting degree, making about five dollars more an hour than you, baby. I know, with my, I know, working in the same field. Yeah, you're so much more trained than I am. Yep, it's not, and with a fucking classroom of kids. And yeah, I just, but yeah, but I married a rich husband, so I'm I know, fine. I know, I'm over here slumming it by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, gotta marry, gotta marry. I got, 
I got in Greg. I got in Greg when his stock was low, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he yeah. like exponentially. But actually, I did use your husband to get this apartment because I needed the cosigner because I don't have you know. Oh yeah, it's true. I don't um I don't have a pay, uh what do you call it a pay stub. So they're like prove your income. I'll loan, you, like, I'll loan um, you my rich husband every once. In a while. I was like <laughs> I got a brother in law with money. Hey Greg. Hey can Greg, want to be my sugar daddy? Can I just get a couple of your pay stubs? And maybe some extra information about your income. Can I have your social security number? And he gave it to me. He gave me oh, that what number. A sucker. I'm Greg Duhame now. Oh. <laughs> what and, an identity thief. <laughs> anyways, you're going to cut so much of this. Um, uh, yes. Okay. No, this so, is all important. I know. Sorry. Anyways, Jonah is DTS down to swim. Yeah. <laughs> when Mrs. Hollingsworth returns, because surprise, surprise, the school called her. Uh, now she's not allowed to see Jonah because Mrs. Hollingsworth has no clue that she's skipping because everyone thinks she's racist. But again, the Hollingsworth clan, that's not a big deal. They don't they don't think it's a big that she's know, racist. Like, why, why aren't you going? You're racist? Honey, that's great news. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're following in our family's footsteps. Yay. Yay. She got off all her clothes and Jonah only stripped down to his jeans. Well, he, he was, was in the middle of it. Mm, I think he was going to jump in the pool in his dungarees. I <laughs> bet the actor doesn't wear underwear and he was like, this is where I have to stop. Mm, that's <laughs> probably true. That's Jonah just in general probably doesn't wear underwear. Yeah, he's, he's, he's free balling. I'm telling you, it. walking around in wet jeans is no fun. Mm-mm, no, and then Pops will be like, Bethy, you can't come in the house in those wet dungarees. <laughs> and then you have to look around like, I don't know what part of me can't come in. I don't know what dungarees oh are, Dad. <laughs> That's right. You did used to go swimming in, in your jeans. jeans. I know, because I had a bad body image. Yeah. And I was geez. not about to wear a bathing suit. I don't know that like a wet t-shirt and wet jeans were like that more <laughs> body flattering, but. <laughs> I'm just imagining you like getting out of the pool and it's like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dripping. And it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like skinny jeans. They were like Jinko jeans. Yes. Essentially. Yes. <laughs> I was very drippy and wet and dragging about 10 pounds of Jenko jeans behind me. Bom, oh my they weren't Jenko jeans though, because mom said those were too expensive. So they were like off brand Jenko jeans. I'm sorry, are we getting turned on? Because I am. Ew, are you getting turned on thinking about me swimming in my dungarees? In your, ja- in your, in your Jenko jeans? In yeah, my Jenko jeans dungarees? That's oh gross. We're, I'm, we're not family anymore. We're definitely going to film uh, that scene from, what is that? Oh, Best Friends at Richmond High when she's yeah. getting out of the pool. Wait. And she's like... <laughs> like takes wait, off her bra top for no reason. And... Fa- yeah, Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Phoebe do Cates. that, Bethany. And then Judge Reinhold is is jerking it in the bathroom, and she catches him. He, I think That's he's, me. I think, I think even more embarrassingly, he's wearing like his outfit from his job, like his pirate oh, costume that he, he has was to wear. Jenko jeans. No, he was neither of them were wearing Jenko jeans because this was like 1983. I know. Oh, a time before Jenko jeans. Mm-hmm. What a sad time to be I alive. I know. I know. Listen, I tell, speaking again of my young coworkers, I tell some of them about Jenko jeans and they don't believe me and I have to look it up. And I'm like, look at this. This is what but was But aren't cool. they coming back? 
I keep hearing that they are, but I haven't seen them. I'm gonna start wearing them. I'm gonna bring them back like I did overalls. Okay, all right, I'll allow it. I'm gonna bring them back so that I can strap, um, you know, liquor to my legs and then (laughs) then not go into bars. Uh, You were not allowed to wear Django jeans in um, in shop class. Oh. wasn't it okay mr geary would like duct tape he would duct tape the boy's legs (laughs) so that it didn't get like caught in the saw because your whole jinko jeans would come off and get you would die (laughs) wasn't there i think it was in like um bowling for columbine or something like that where they showed a kid who was wearing like a baggy sweatshirt and like jenko jeans and then he pulled out like seven assault rifles from his jeans and like remember it was like all this ammo he could carry if you were wearing like this goth attire yeah that's why we dress like that that's why we can't no jenko jeans they're dangerous Good thing boys these days wear skinny jeans, and that's why our, you know, gun fatalities are down in America. I don't think they are. <laughs> oh, what? No, we just open carry in Walmart now. <laughs> oh. Look at gotcha. me. I have a gun in Walmart. That'll show them. No, I thought they stopped selling video games, no. so I thought we were no. good. Now Walmart oh. says don't come in our store while you're open carrying. And people jackass. are protesting. Oh, them. people are pissed. I saw a post the other day of someone saying, to protest, go shopping and buy and put everything in the cart that you would buy and then leave it at the front so that they know oh my you're God. not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy this now because I couldn't bring my my gun in. I'd hide it under my Jayco jeans right. instead. As if, as if corporate is like there being like, oh no. Wear it's your Jayco like... jeans and shoplift all you can in your Jayco jeans. It's just like, now you're just making more work for the underpaid employees. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they should work harder so they could have been born rich. If they can't flip my burger at Walmart correctly, then they don't deserve $15 an hour. (laughs) Exactly. All right. What happened next? Oh, um, next, we were in the front of the school and to the left, just so we know, because, you know, there's different sections of the front of the school. Uh, Tiny is showing Shay a really cool giant squid on his phone. He uh, is really into sea life. He is. And then, and I'm assuming he's showing Shay because Lola probably doesn't understand his love of aquatic life. She, I don't think she knows what a squid is. I don't think she does. Uh, then Shay turns to show, or oh, sorry, then it's Shay's turn to show Tiny something equally nerdy. A summer science camp. Yay! Oh my fucking God, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but the essay is due in two days and no high schooler in the history of high school has ever written an essay in less than two days. <laughs> I mean, how's he going to do it, you guys? I don't, like, what? How's he going to do it? Two days? Shay will help him. Shay will help him. Oh, thank God. Thank God, because, uh, yeah, you need at least, like, what? What do you, what do you think? It took 12 hours to, like, really sit down and pound the keys to, to write it? I'm pretty sure Shay is just going to, Shay is Honestly, just going to write it for him. I think I wrote most of mine in, like, two days because I put it off and put it off and uh-huh. put it off mm-hmm. until the last minute. Oh. night before. Yeah, you know, I was going to say. again, I did so well in high school. No, but, like, I wrote my essays, like, it got bad when I was at Columbia. It was, like, I'd wake up at 4 a.m. And, and write a paper for, like, a 9 a.m. class and still oh my get God. it done. <laughs> I just wouldn't, I wouldn't go to sleep. I've never yeah. written a paper without it being Pulling the result an of an all-nighter. You know, it's kind of like how I did my Degrassi notes today at 1 p.m. 
<laughs> um, I did mine at 5 p.m. Even though we agreed like last week to do this episode today. Yeah, no, no. I definitely did them like I, I was at a first time uh, babysitting gig today for a, a four month old and I was like, this baby's gonna take some naps. I'm gonna be no problem. This baby slept for like 20 minutes oh, at a time. No. <laughs> I was like, Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. I need to take That's unfortunately yeah. not unusual. <laughs> I know. I was. I think I'm used to like. I'm, maybe I'm just spoiled, and I'm used to really good sleeping babies. So, oh, no, some there. babies are not good sleepers. Yeah, he didn't sleep that much, but he was very cute. So, and he's really chill. So I'm like, you know what? I'll let it slide. I did eventually get the notes on. I just didn't want like his mom to come home, and I'm like <laughs> watching my iPad and like typing. And like, <laughs> I mean, he's fine. He's the not baby, going anywhere. The baby likes this. The baby is enjoying <laughs> it. He's cooing, so he's good. Um. Oh, yeah. So then, um, you know, fucking dumbass Lola comes running up and uh, <laughs> she almost didn't fail her uh, history 64%. test. 64%. <laughs> yeah. So nice. anyways, Psyched. yeah, she hugs him and reveals that his stomach is still hurting after three days. Uh, Shay suggests a doctor while Lola suggests her homeopath. While Tiny is like, whoa, I'm not gay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lola takes Shay's doctor recommendation as a threat and asks Tiny who he thinks cares about him more. Oh my Shay God, or your fucking girlfriend. Uh, mm. Clearly Shay, since she wants him to go to a doctor and not a snake oil salesman. But see, what the problem was she didn't offer him a smoothie. Oh my god. Oh right. yeah. That would have helped. That would have helped. They need to get Zoe in there with her with her smoothie skills. Yeah, but no, she needs to do some research first. You know what I mean? Like she didn't she did, <laughs> she, she should research all it all night on the internet. Up all night researching stomach aches. That's actually like a nice <laughs> like if you think about Zoe, that's the nicest she's like ever been. And Grace, to anybody. And Grace was like, fuck your kindness. It's not <laughs> I know, and me. Zoe's like never again. Now I'm an asshole to everybody. Listen. I don't blame her because when that friend we all know about is like, oh yeah, post pictures of people who take pills versus people who change their lifestyle. I'm oh like, bitch, God. I need pills just to think straight. Right? right? I cannot change my lifestyle without the medication. Right. Jesse, have you tried yoga? I don't. <laughs> oh my god i've never heard of yoga tell me about that will that relieve my depression my crippling anxiety have you yeah. meditated yeah when i sit there and meditate oh my god i my mind goes wild when i try to meditate well it's because you're also taking all those pills right. and they're interfering with your chi yeah um what i remember having a conversation with my therapist about how like uh one of the times i went to yoga and at the end there was like the um the just like sitting in your thoughts and like breathing. And I was telling her Ugh. that I was like, yeah, so at the end of it, like I just started crying. And she was like, and why do you think that is? And I was like, because oh, I was alone with my thoughts. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> God damn it. I was like, because I wasn't focused on something else. Like, fuck you. Right. Fuck you, therapist, for pointing out the obvious. Um, what did I, I okay, wait. I saw this the other day and I was like, oh, this is accurate as fuck about myself. Uh, feeling the need to be busy all the time is a trauma response and fear-based distraction from what you'd be forced to acknowledge and feel if you slowed down. Jesus. Mm, accurate. And I was like, no. <laughs> That's you, girl. Way. <laughs> Let me get another job. I only have 17. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I know, that's just why I'm in my phone all day. So. No, I, I no, that's 1,000% it. Like, the yeah, no. Um, when people are like, oh, I've deleted 
like Facebook off my phone. I'm like, yeah, uh, well, I can't because I think I would jump off a cliff, to be quite honest. Like, I just, I don't know. Right. Listen, it's, it's so my crutch, and if you take it away, I will fall. Exactly. <laughs> I know, I know. Although I, I joked with my therapist about, I was like, so what would happen if I just came in and was like, I'm good. And she was like, oh, we would probably do like some mindfulness exercises. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> you'd, be like, you'd be like, get the, to the root of my problems? Oh, fuck, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, there's definitely, uh, my therapist was talking about doing the EMDR therapy, and I'm like, is that going to, like, rip open all my issues, and then I'm just going to be, like, a big open wound for, like, two weeks until I see you again? Is that the one that, like, uh, like draws to, like, childhood trauma and shit and, like, makes people remember repressed memories? I don't know if it does that, but it's just, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's, like... Yeah, I haven't done it, so <laughs> I've, I've like, put off Ooh. doing it and put off doing it because I'm, like, afraid that it's going to, like, leave me in a weird position and I only see her, like, every other week, so. Mm, yeah. yeah. Like, you're going to need to see me again tomorrow okay. if you want to do that. I know. My friends are always like, so what did your therapist say about this? And I was like, oh, I usually don't let her talk. I just, <laughs> I just keep going. <laughs> so I don't know what she says about this because I didn't let her speak, so. Oh, Car- even I let my therapist speak, and you know how I am. <laughs> she does. She does tell me. She says she tells me good things, but most of the time I'm just like maybe because it's that fear of silence. Mm-hmm. And I think usually they stop to see if you have anything else to say. Like they don't they don't respond right away. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So oh, I'm like, I hate that. Oh, I should say something else. Ah! <laughs> yeah. That's me. <laughs> Every Anyways. time there's silence in therapy, I'm like. Ugh. Must fill it. But yeah, uh, it turns out they're literally waiting for you to just stop. So they right. Can <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, next we're in Mr. Hot Sauce's English class. Wait, I needed and- to talk about how oh, oh, yeah, Shay sorry. called the uh, the homeopathy wizard's magic. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I really love that. <laughs> what is it? Okay. Um, Shay in this episode in particular is very like adult woman mm-hmm. she's like we don't need your wizard's magic like now let's and, go to the doctors and yeah no li- yeah later when she's like so stop being a man and get your ass to a doctor <laughs> and you're like damn shay okay like i don't know she i feel like she aged like I don't, 20 years in this she doesn't have she doesn't have frankie's bullshit holding her back anymore <laughs> i guess so, so. meanwhile guess where are tiny's parents why aren't they taking him to the doctor <laughs> Right? I want to say it was like a, well, I don't know, again, they, this, oh wait, I didn't say, Tiny like live with his big brother who me. was like, yeah, was I like wanna, a, yeah, it was like a Sean, a Sean, uh, situation. Yes, a Sean Cameron situation, mm. except unlike Tracker, Tiny was a drug, or Tiny's brother was a drug dealer. <laughs> Tracker. Yeah. Tracker was Sean's brother's name. Oh God. I think he was probably one of Bruce Willis and Demi Moore's kids. They had they had oh Rumor God. and Scout and Tallulah and Tracker. I think that Tiny also deafened a guy in one ear in Wasega Wasega Beach. Beach. <laughs> He's deaf because of me. I'm like, oh, okay. Anyways. Yeah, Tiny definitely doesn't have parents. Now, who does Tiny live with now? Because remember... He's, they, they mentioned his aunt later. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Because Zig got Vince sent to jail or something, didn't he? Wasn't that a thing in the rewind? Yeah, mm, I think right. so. I think he went to jail. I don't know. Anyways. It's not important. <laughs> He's definitely in jail, but I don't know. I don't think it was Zig that's. I mean, he might be out by now. I don't know how long you go to jail for. When you <laughs> do we need answers, Netflix. Everyone's staring at Frankie while also avoiding eye contact. No Ooh. one wants to volunteer 
what the fuck did you just say? I said, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were trying to talk with water in your mouth. Ooh, um, I was gargling. Oh. Yeah. No one wants to volunteer to let Frankie join their animal farm discussion. Right. So she has to work with Mr. Mitchell, who is black. <laughs> Yes, and Bo- his face from the gamer club is like, sure, you're okay with yeah, that, Frankie? Exactly. Bo- Boz cracks wise that she might not be comfortable with that. Frankie sits ostracized at the front of the room while Shay and Lola look at her uncomfortably. Frankie texts Jonah, I need you. I have to work with a black teacher. <laughs> a black guy. Oh my God, though, seriously, the anxiety from having to be the teacher's partner is real, okay? Yeah, oh my God. I wouldn't be comfortable that with would, that. That's always the worst when you have to be partners I know. The with way the he did that, he should have just he assigned was like, her. Who wants to be Frankie's partner? Oh, nobody? Okay, well, he probably knows she's racist and he's putting her on blast. I was going to say, he did her on purpose. He did her dirty like that. Yeah, he totally knew. Yeah, he was like... He's like, yeah, don't think I didn't see your cool drawing, Frankie. Right. Sorry, Karen. Mm. (laughs) Have a seat, bitch. Let's work together. He was like, now listen, everyone else is doing Animal Farm. You and I are doing Raisin in the Sun. (laughs) To kill a mockingbird. Uh, So now we're in the front of the school again, but to the right this time. Um, Because apparently school hasn't started for everyone. Like, I don't know. Frankie went to class. (laughs) They're just allowed to go anywhere all the time. I know. It's like, like, Frankie went to class. But yeah, they they all just showed up. They had, uh, they don't, they have a free first period. That's it. They have study hall, so they show up late. In my school, study hall was so restrictive that, like, you couldn't talk to anybody. You could only work in groups if you went to the library. So we'd constantly, like, get library passes and pretend we were working in a group just so we could have, like, a little bit of time to ourselves. I would get a library pass and say I was going to the library, but then I would sign into the library and then I would just leave. <laughs> But then once I had overdue library books, so I got caught because they were like calling out my name in the library to try to like hunt me down from my library books and I was not there. (laughs) Again, we were so restricted. Like even lunch, we had 25 minutes to eat lunch and it's like, all right, so this can't be social hour either because we barely have enough time to eat, let alone talk to each other. We had a whole class period and I would make Katie braid my hair. (laughs) <laughs> I was gonna say, or sometimes we would play. We would play telephone. Yeah, I was gonna say. I when once I had like a calf steady, and uh, yeah, if and if it was on like a, what is it called, um, block days, I would oh, be yeah. in the cafeteria for an hour and a half mm-hmm. for a calf, for a steady. I loved that for a steady. That hall, was the yeah. best. And then if you were a senior, you didn't have to show up for it. Yeah, I made Becky cut my hair once in a calf steady. <laughs> oh I and Bethany like this is the funny thing is like I was considered myself weird but like the shit that you didn't oh my god I was so much weirder was so much weirder and it's like oh I guess I would I would dance at people in the hallway yeah I was like no wonder that was my favorite that was my favorite you just like every it's really busy in the hallway and then you're going this way and someone else is going that way and all of a sudden you just jump across in front of them and you're like and then you just run off that was my favorite to do oh my god um yeah, and I'm. I was always like looking back, like, how did Bethany get bullied? I don't understand. Like she was, <laughs> like she's just so nice. Like I don't get it. And it's like, cause you were doing fucking freaky ass shit like that. Yeah, I was bug girl. What? <laughs> Do you remember that? No. That when Tim started hanging out with Jamie Comrie, he was like, "Yo, dude, your sister's bug girl." <laughs> I didn't know, no. but the but apparently the cool the cool older kids in marching band called me Bug Girl because 
but there was a football game one time where there was these really big cockroaches and people were like, oh my God, the cockroaches. And I was like, you guys, they're just cockroaches. And I like picked it up and was like, look at this cockroach, guys. Oh it's God. just a cockroach. Because they didn't know we lived in filth. And, and I was, was like letting it crawl fine. over me. And then oh it God. bit me. So. Oh my God. Yeah, and Jesus Christ. that apparently made an impression on people. <laughs> and so years later, like a decade after high school, I was still remembered by Jamie as Bug Girl because he was a few years ahead of me. So we like had mutual friends, but like we weren't friends. Oh my god! And so apparently he always remembered me as Bug Girl. And when he made the connection of that I was Timmy's little sister, he was like, "Oh my god, dude." See, your sister's funny. bug girl. And he told Tim the story. And then Tim was like, why were you so weird? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, because I was, I mean, I was the kid in school that like, yeah, people would be like, oh, gross, a bug. And then I go up and be like, taken care of. And then like would go sit down. But like Bethany was it vegetarian. So family. she wasn't, she's about I was to like, it's just about befriend that bug. Won't. I did, I did befriend it, but then it bit me. It was really rude. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to murder it. It was gigantic, too. I'm pretty sure I got pictures. Oh, my God. No, I did not know that. And now everything makes sense. Yeah. You should have been bullied. (laughs) (laughs) You deserved it. Oh, my God. I was really nice. (laughs) And I never, listen, here's the thing. I never got bullied about, like, the really weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got bullied about, like, you're bad at gym class and you can't catch the ball. I mean, I really enjoyed sports before I had arthritis. No, hated it. I so think I was born. With, I'm pretty sure I was born with arthritis. I think you were born with rickets, and you didn't realize. I was, I was born. I was born with terminal laziness. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, maybe no. It was um, like from Golden Girls. I went to Golden Girls trivia in that book that Mom also had on it, which was um, oh, chronic fatigue syndrome. Oh, yes, I think I have that. Yeah, yeah. Dorothy had it. And nobody believed her. So yes, we're in. The, okay, yeah, we're on the. Wow, we're still on this. Here. Okay, so um, Winston and Zoe and yes, we're the lady at, yes. and um, as I'm calling them, crazy it's either, scooter kids. It's it's Team Miston or Ooh. Team Tiles. I don't know which one we like better. Um, I like Tiles. Team Tiles. Okay, or I think Trials because so, you got to have the R oh, from Tristan. Oh, Trials. Okay, trials. okay. And it um, really, t- you know, it brings up to thought all the trials and tribulations that they've been through as a couple. That's true. <laughs> okay, so Team Trials. And then they're squaring up against Team Zinston or Team Woey. Woey? Yeah. I like I like Woey. I like Woey. All right. So it's Team Whoa. Team Trials versus Team Woey. Um, anyways, neither, yeah, neither couple has a great name. But uh, they're arguing about who the better couple is. The better power, uh, hottest, yes, hottest power, power couple. Power couple. <laughs> totally I don't know what normal stuff to fight about. I know. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing for the school. But anyways. Um... Zoe thinks that it's them because Winston brings her an annoyingly specific beverage every day. But Tristan <laughs> thinks it's them because their Hastygram pictures regularly get 150 plus likes. Whoa. Uh, so yeah, we're about to have a Hastygram competition. Uh, whoever gets the most pick likes by the end of the day wins. Miles offers to take the picture while secretly trying to get them run over by a moped. <laughs> Luckily, he's being a dick and taking a video instead of a picture anyways and capture Winston spraining his ankle to save Zoe's latte. Cute. Yeah. Yeah, and then Winston is like, did you get the video? Like, he knew it was going to be a video? Right. I thought you were supposed to be taking a picture. Did you sense that I was about to get 
killed and take a video instead because when i think winston and miles have like they have like best friend connections so i think he mentally was like i'm about to get run over and killed they have good telepathy with each other yeah i think so okay that's it yeah anyways um the video was adorbs their totes gonna win hashtag love hurts (laughs) (laughs) yeah now we are in jonah's car frankie is freaking out to jonah about how awful school is and suggests they just disappear Jonah insists that school will get better, but Frankie wants to go to Costa Rica. Rica. (laughs) I don't know why she just doesn't go to America where she could like hide out at a Trump rally. Oh my God, right? No, because it's, she, then she, how do you think she'd pronounce America if she says Costa Rica? (laughs) Let's go to America. (laughs) America. I don't know. America. If she was like, if she came to a Trump rally and she was like, hi, I'm an illegal immigrant. They'd be like, oh, and she'd be like, don't worry, I'm not brown. And they'd be like, yes. (laughs) I'm fleeing Canada because of persecution. And they'd be like, what are you being persecuted for? And she's like, well, Uh, I did a really racist thing and people are saying they don't like it. And they're like, welcome. You found your people. (laughs) We are also, we are also persecuted here for our beliefs. Mm -hmm. So, Amen, yeah, sister. I think that's we're I, having a straight pride parade tomorrow. You want to join? Oh my god! Oh, they legit did yeah. that in Boston. Yeah. yeah. How many? How many people actually showed up? I like didn't actually see any like news coverage on it. Way know. more protesters than people, I figured. Straight yeah, straight pride, pride people, and um, I think it was like a hundred or two hundred straight pride. That's people. it. Yeah. Oh my god, I love it in a in a city of like so many people. And the people who showed up, like, came from all over the country for that hundred people. And nobody in our family went, right? I mean, not that I know of. I See, I planned to go to protest, and then I forgot about it. And then I was reading it on my feet. I'm like, God damn it, I wanted to go there. But I had something else to do that day. Oh, be heterosexual somewhere else, Jesse? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's where you had to be? I had my personal straight pride parade. <laughs> and Johnny's like, can you just go sit down? And you're like marching through the apartment. You're like, I'm straight. I'm so Kitty straight. Was following. He was like, can you not right now? And then you're like out in the hallway. The neighbors complain. Anyways, yes. Jonah agrees to fleeing somewhere less scenic. And they drive away ditching school. Um, however, I am assuming that everybody was ditching school that day uh, or skipping because literally there was like two cars in the parking lot. And, uh, you know, if I recall back in our day, uh, all those spots were filled. Yes. Every spot they had to put a car, they filled it. So the fact that there was, like, no cars in that parking lot, again, continuity on Degrassi's part. I was like, no one's at school. Senior skip day? Yeah. I'm like, what is it? It's it's racist skip day. That's what it is. (laughs) Oh, there's a lot of racists at Degrassi. Was the day, was the school day over, maybe? No. It was the beginning. It just started. Because, yeah, because she went to the one class. Yeah. Right. With what's his face? Boz? Yeah. No, Mr. Hot Sauce? Yeah, Mr. Hot Sauce. I was thinking of Boz calling her out. He was there, but Mr. No, I was thinking, no, I was thinking of Mr. Perino, the other teacher that did a racist thing on Next Generation, but that was a different, that wasn't him, that was Zoe's in his class later. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, so now we're in the hallway, and Tiny is examining the pills that his mumbo-jumbo girlfriend gave him. (laughs) (laughs) They have, like, no label. They look no. very sketchy. Exactly. Um, but Grace insists that she can take as many as he wants because they won't do anything. Uh, she was also a pharmacist before she became a high schooler. Because um, <laughs> that's a weird, like, she looks at it. She has like, a chronic mm-hmm. illness. She's probably taken every drug known to man, okay? She's definitely been giving, given 
homeopathic pills by Mambo Jumbo guys. Oh, and she's man. like, oh yeah, these ones. These these say sugar pill on them. You know what? Of. You guys are right. I'm an asshole. I was like, how does she know? I thought was that thought was you know what? You're probably right though. She probably has been in like clinical stat- tests where like mm. the one they they give her sugar pills or whatever or something and. I think she was. Just, I think she was just being an asshole about his snake oil. Grace, if you and I don't think she really knew. If if you and five your band, I'm her fiv. Um, if you're listening, I'm sorry that I doubted <laughs> the character of Grace. If five, Grace would know. If five is listening, it, what was what it? It's the fifth something. The fifth circle the, is something. The vith. The vith. The vith circle. The vith circle. The vith circle. Um. But Tiny is concerned because he has no time to go to the doctor. What with that essay that requires at least 12 hours of work. Uh, Grace thinks Tiny's stomach ache is a guilty conscience because she can tell that he likes Shay, which is emotional cheating. <laughs> she has eyeballs. She has eyeballs. She's like, those, my eyeballs aren't sick. <laughs> Landon. He's cheating emotionally. Zig doesn't believe in emotional cheating. Shocker. <laughs> no, he doesn't he's believe a, in any cheating. He's like, you... You gotta cheat for real. Like I did. Done by the quarry with Zoe. It doesn't count. Yeah, so Tiny feels bad because Lola basically started a race riot in his honor. (laughs) So anyways, he's shit out of luck either way, so he might as well down some homosexual pills. (laughs) I don't know why he didn't just tell her he took the pills, okay? This is a girl that thought her vibrator was like a really cool (laughs) keychain. So like, he could just say, oh yeah, I took all these pills, and she would totally, she would not catch on. Girl's dumb as rocks. Yeah, no, she really fucking is. He did not need to dry swallow those weird pills in the hallway. Everyone on TV dry swallows. I don't understand. I'm sorry. I feel like I haven't heard the word dry swallow in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you both said it back to back. Dry swallow. Well, I said it because you said That's the name of our band. (laughs) It's called dry swallow. That's my new OkCupid name. (laughs) Dry swallow. <laughs> into oral but it will be very dry i'm in I, I'm, I'm into uh sandpaper like tongues <laughs> blowjobs i i basically have uh amputated my tongue to be that of a cat's and i am going to give you the roughest driest blowjob <laughs> you've ever had young man sold so get ready sold here comes the dry swallow. Dry swallow 37. <laughs> Spitters or quitters. Because, well, it's going to have to be a number because you know that name's already taken. <laughs> uh, Spitters or quitters. It's going to be the next Gmail account I make. So when dry, I, dry swallow 37. When I then. make a sock account on Facebook to yell at somebody who blocked me. Listen, guys. Okay. Spitters or quitters, but dry swallowers are my followers. Gross. <laughs> Get out. So, gentlemen, you can find me at okcupid.com. Dry, Slash dry, dry swallow, swallow 69. <laughs> 420. Anyways. Dry swallow 69, 420. Both of you dry swallow. <laughs> Underscore nice. <laughs> noise. Nice. It's going to be noise. It's, here's noise. an O. Noise. Um, so that's me. Um, yeah, cut to class. Uh, Zoe, Miles, and Tristan are re-watching the hashtag love hurts video while Winston elevates his sprained ankle. <laughs> nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. Um, Zoe's like, you guys, by the way, I sprained my ankle and they're like, nobody cares. Shut up, Winston. <laughs> Look at this video. It's cute. Zoe is getting cocky about the reposts when Shane Dawson. Shane Dawson. YouTube royalty. <laughs> Yo. YouTube royalty. Yo, Shane motherfucking Dawson. Dude. 
So the best part about that is that like years and years ago, probably like 10 years ago, he made a Degrassi parody video. Wait, is Shane Dawson's a real person? Yeah. yeah. Oh. He's real YouTube royalty. He, re- he recently made a bunch of like docu-series about problematic YouTubers like Jeffree Star. Do you oh, know who that yeah, is? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought he was a makeup artist also. Is he not? No. Who am I thinking of? No. No clue. Um, are you thinking of the guy that was the first male cover girl? Um, Although I think yeah, Jeffrey he, started makeup stuff too, didn't he? Yeah, Jeffrey started like makeup sells tutorials. Makeup. Oh, maybe he that's sells what makeup. it is. Maybe he's like the makeup. a millionaire because he sells makeup. That's what it is. I'm thinking of. Anyways, okay. Um, but yeah, Shane Dawson did a parody video on YouTube like ten years ago, but it was super racist because he did blackface. Oh my god! <laughs> he's since apologized and changed. Yikes. But yeah, he did blackface and. Um, it was really like raunchy and uh, like offensive, but also had its funny stuff. Like at the time, I thought it was funny, but at the time, like people weren't nearly as woke as they are today. You weren't, you weren't woke, Jesse. Yet. These are the moments that I'm like, thank God YouTube wasn't a thing when we were kids. Oh, God. oh my God. Because all our weird videos that we made with like our home camcorder would have been all over the internet and they were weird as hell. <laughs> yeah, they really were. Drunken Dave show with yeah, the dolls. What is that? Why? What? <laughs> what was wrong with us? Yeah, just for the record, we used to make a lot of weird videos, including like yeah. Barbie videos where we had a guy named Drunken Dave who had pants on his head. Yeah, because he was so drunk. And I and think then, you put oh. your pants on your head when you're drunk. <laughs> right? And then we had the, um, the there was like a Barbie helmet that had this like long curly blonde hair attached to it. And we <gasps> oh, put yes. it as Ken doll to make to Michael, Michael Bolton, Bolton Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> yes, Michael Bolton Barbie. And then, then we made um, a video, a horror movie with, Barbies yes. and we cut yes. we cut down the middle of their head and then we put ketchup in Lots it. Lots of we, ketchup. We pulled her head apart. We left that <laughs> we left all the ketchup Barbies all over the backyard forever. I all can't. Right. So Winston and Zoe win. Yeah, and Shane Dawson. I didn't even know that was a real person. Anyways. Yeah, I um, mean I do always get him mixed up with like Logan Paul and Pootie Pie. Oh god. Dawson's they're all just they're all just the famous YouTube guys. Yeah. So they're all the same oh, yeah. in my head. They're the famous YouTube white guys. Oh god. Yeah, so anyways, um, they've been retweeted or, you know, re-chirped or... They haven't been retweeted. In, they've been... They've Instagram. Been reposted. Reposted, You yeah, can't like, retweet on Hastygram, Harley, I, Joseph. I, I only... I barely... I, you know me. I don't understand Instagram or Hastygram or any kind of gram. <laughs> except for graham crackers. Um, <laughs> but a valley gram. <laughs> nope. Um, so anyways, the teacher is like really super chill about their phones and he's just like, hey, you guys, I need you to concentrate. And so he just like puts her phone face up on the table and is like, sorry, <laughs> I'm not going to look at it, I promise. And it was like, anyways, it made me feel very like back in my day, the teachers used to take your phones away. Like, um, back in my day, we didn't have cell phones exactly. for the teachers I know I was gonna to say, take I away. Exactly. did have a cell phone all through high school and like you would legit get them taken from you. But, and you could, like people were barely texting back then. Right. Like I didn't, I, I remember I would get to school and I would turn it off because like, what would I need it for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your little Nokia. I feel like back then you also like had to be careful with who you called and text because it cost money. Yes, mm-hmm. you only had like so many minutes, so you weren't. Yeah, no, you weren't gonna waste them being like under yeah. your desk in math. Like, 
hey, where are you? Oh, you're in yep. study hall? Cool. I'm in I'm in math. Ah, <laughs> uh, Miss Estefiva caught me. Yeah, it's not after 9 p.m., so it's not free nights and weekends. I got my Barbie dolls taken away because <laughs> I was being disruptive with them in French class. Oh, my God, Bethany. What? It's just I normal just... high school stuff to have a lunchbox <laughs> that you use as a purse and fill it with Barbie dolls <laughs> when you're a junior in high school. It's just normal stuff. I mean, I had a pink uh, plastic suitcase filled with stuff from the Dollar Tree, like stickers. I, I brought yeah. a Barbie doll around. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of props mm-hmm. for a drama class. They were, listen, they were Mary-Kate and <laughs> Ashley Olsen Barbie dolls. So they well, were that, cool. Why didn't you say that in the first place? So they were cool. And I was showing the girl next to me, and then we started passing them around, and it was apparently <laughs> disrupted into class. <laughs> Whatever. I'll never forget or forgive my teacher for losing the video that we made for that project. Oh we used Barbie dolls yes. and we made a travel brochure video. I don't think they lost it. I think they brought it home for their own personal entertainment. I, we worked so hard on it and I turned it in and it was I was so proud we were going to watch it in class. Mm-hmm. This was in like eighth grade. And she's like, I lost it. <laughs> I'm like, what? Did you get an A? I don't remember what my grade was, but the sucky thing is we didn't make a copy of it. And I thought it was Mm -hmm. hilarious. And I I was really just mad we lost the copy. Yeah. Alrighty. So anyway, Zoe decides that her and Winston should go out tonight to celebrate their victory over Miles and Tristan. Or as we said, team trials. trials. (laughs) Yeah. So now we're at the dot. Uh, Shay is convincing Tiny to talk about his favorite giant squids in the essay. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't going to do that anyways. Like, let's be real. <laughs> he was going to write his he, own essay about it just for his personal use. All he did was talk about marine biology. <laughs> like, just, like, what just else is he going to say? Just pull a page out of your diary, Tiny. <laughs> Honestly. We know I it's know. all about marine life. He's got it already done. Like, I don't know why he's even fucking around. Um, but Tiny can't react to this brilliant idea because he's in too much pain because Lola's pills didn't work. Shocker. Shay is not shocked and starts giving Tiny a medical exam. <laughs> starts giving Tiny a medical exam right there at the just counter. Just poking your friends in the tummy. It's just While normal. gazing into their eyes. Just oh normal friendship <laughs> tummy pokes. That's what I'm saying. Tiny is shook. He didn't know women could be doctors. <laughs> yeah. Shay passes the doctor-patient boundaries by smiling flirtatiously at Tiny (laughs) as she continues her exam. Ination. I guess it's not an exam. It's examination. Uh, But Tiny likes it. He won't sue her for it. (laughs) But one bad touch lets Shay know that it's time for Tiny to stop being such a man and to get his ass to a doctor. (laughs) So that's where they go. Off to the sunset. To the hospital. All right. So we're at the cheapest motel in town. Right. I'm just like, what? You'd think she could at least get a Best Western or something? Like, she's rich. <laughs> no, because hotels won't rent to, like, random teenagers. And, like, mm. like a Best Western would ask to see some ID. Uh, and they'd be like, ma'am, you are 16 and a half. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Ma'am, we need a credit card. She, Notice she paid in cash. I was going to say, she probably has uh, a credit card, though, I would think. I, but yeah, it would, she probably she does have it would alert card. her mom. But anyways... Frankie and Jonah are checking into their hideout and decide reluctantly that one bed is enough for both of them. Ooh. Mm. When Jonah leaves the lobby to check on his car, because I guess that's something they do in Canada, Beth, the <laughs> motel worker. The tire. Call, they, they're calling me out. Beth, okay. the, the writers are shouting out to me. Does her best to make sure Frankie's not about to get sex trafficked or put in a situation that she's <laughs> That's not exactly ready for. what I she said. Was so concerned. Beth had to make yep. sure Frankie wasn't being human trafficked. Like, I put it in my job, notes. Good job, Beth. 
Good a plus. Job. See, they were caught. They were. That was a shout out to me because I would absolutely be like what? very concerned for Frankie. <laughs> also, why is this guy checking on his car? And yeah. he's back in like 0.5 seconds. Like, did he just look out the window? I'm telling you, he popped his own tire. <laughs> he. Oh my god, he probably did. He probably did like a light slice. So just that, in case she tried to escape. Uh, that's probably it. <laughs> I'm going to go check the trunk of the car to make sure the other girls are still in there. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, yeah, so good on Beth for making sure Frankie's safe. But Frankie insists that she's just fine and shoves money in Beth's face. <laughs> she's like, don't you want my money? <laughs> you don't have any um, other business. Right. I love it when they get into the room and they're so underwhelmed by it. It's like, I don't, they were expecting the four seasons. Like, I don't know. They're just like, oh, wood paneling. No, yeah, it doesn't even, it doesn't even look like the grossest to- like motel room Right? I've ever it seen. looks fine. But they're like, no ocean view? Ugh, fine. <laughs> um, but Frankie is down for some bank robber on the run role playing, which Jonah makes the choice that his character is a southern grandma. Come here, sugar. <laughs> What the fuck was that? Um, I took note of their matching denim. Oh. <laughs> he had a sweet denim jacket. She had the overalls. Oh. He was, I think he was wearing jeans too, so that would be what you'd call a Canadian tuxedo. Right. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Um, then Frankie's mom calls just as their acting is getting really bad uh, <laughs> but Frankie ignores the call so they can keep making out oh yeah she can't stop him this time nope can't stop the feeling <laughs> got this feeling in my body come on that, that, I don't know that were. song it's from Trolls boom, the boom, movie boom, ba-dum, ba-dum, bum, bum, why bum, don't bum. you have the Trolls soundtrack memorized I was like I, play, I played it for the baby I was babysitting you today know, Jesse why um, didn't you play it the for trolls, your cat the Trolls soundtrack is a jam <laughs> by the way yeah no I know how you feel about it I love it I know how you love it I love it I haven't watched kids movies in a long time you gotta watch Trolls Trolls is the best I don't think I don't think I'm taking that advice. Mm, then we're not. I I vote Moana. Moana's good too. I like Moana. You like the part that um, says "What is wrong with me?" What is wrong with me? When yeah, and then the girl <laughs> you I get into it. The one the girl I babysit is like, "Why are you like?" why do you sing that part like so enthusiastically and I'm like because like I not all kids had self-esteem when they were your age okay like <laughs> fuck your parents for treating you correctly and like you have good self-esteem I like to jam out in the car to the troll soundtrack and I scream cry along to the one where she's like <laughs> I will get back up again oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and Marshall's like mommy why are you crying mommy why are you <laughs> crying in the front seat no I can't think that way because I know that I'm really 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 gotta be okay yep these goddamn kids movies uh so now we're in lola's parents restaurant and zoe is focused on their posts likes while winston is trying to decide which mexican food is the most romantic he decides on fondue which i doubt that they have at a mexican restaurant (laughs) and it's really Uh, weird he's like tacos aren't very romantic how about fondue (laughs) i yeah i thought maybe he was suggesting they go to a different restaurant that's what i thought too I felt like he wanted to leave. I'm hoping that he's just stupid and they're going to order queso fundido, um, which is not romantic. I don't know if you guys know about queso fundido. Um, It's delicious. It's literally just like a fucking bowl of melted cheese with chorizo on top. You don't like pour that over your lover? 
Yeah, I mean, he's, like, I'm gonna, he's like, I'm gonna throw it like a frisbee at your fucking chest, bitch. Because um, it's always like thick. It's She's not like, like it's. Oh, I got third degree burns from the very yeah. hot queso. It, well, it depends on the restaurant. Sometimes it's like creamier, but sometimes it's like literally like you're like ripping a hunk of cheese off, and it's delicious. It's fucking great. But like romantic, no. So I don't know if Winston's, Winston's gonna get a lot of gas. Later. Listen, that's what I'm hashtag saying. Hashtag love hurts. All right, you <laughs> just gotta pour it over each other. Pour some queso on me. <laughs> yep, yep. Anyways. Because um, you know love hurts. <laughs> um, anyways, Winston wants to take a romantic walk by the water later, which thrills Zoe because they can film another farcical video of Winston falling. Uh, but Winston isn't having it. He's sick of Zoe. That's going to be our thing. You always almost die. I know, because she's like, I'm trying <laughs> to. have to establish their brand. Yes. Yes, she does use the word brand. Yes, he's sick of Zoe trying to make them hashtag relationship goals because Zoe doesn't seem like she thinks they're a great couple unless the internet does. Winston storms off, leaving Zoe alone with her real love, the internet. (laughs) So Winston does not realize that he's a beard. No. Oh, not at all. All right. I, I hadn't watched, I haven't watched the whole season. So flash forward to the hospital. Uh, Tiny makes a sweet dad joke. Actually, I wrote sweet sad joke. Whoopsies. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty uh, His doctor was sad. I that know. That's like the 50th time he's heard the joke it was that like, day. Good one, bro. I'm the ultrasound tech. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I've never heard that one before. Every, good one. Every it, it reminded me of uh, when customers come up to, to the front of the line and go, Oh, there's no price tag. Must be free. <laughs> or like when they hand you their empty plate at the at a restaurant, and they're like, oh, I, I hate like it. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, anything else I can get for you? How about a bag of money? <laughs> <laughs> um. So, anyways, anything else you need? A million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pregnant. <laughs> So the doctor assumes Tiny and Shay are a couple and they're both super awkward about it. (laughs) But the point is, Tiny needs emergency surgeries for his appendicitis. Uh, Lola comes bursting in, pushing past Shay to hug Tiny. It's been the most dramatic day ever. Hug him right in the appendix. Literally, she's (laughs) fucking stupid. Lola is shook because no one told her Tiny's injury could be serious. Except for Shay. Shay, definitely. Except for, yeah, except for Shay and Tiny and everyone but Lola. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Uh, Frankie's mom texts the girls because Frankie ran away. Drama. Or could it be because of them? <gasps> Maybe. <laughs> oh, and Tiny went into surgery. I didn't, I didn't write that down, but I, it's implied. He's in surgery now. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, he makes it out. And he doesn't have a bill because it says Canada and they have universal health care. That's why he could just go like without his, like yeah. his parents' permission. Right? Can you like, imagine as a high schooler being like, let's go to the ER? Like, no, <laughs> my parents will kill me. There will be a large bill from that. <laughs> if this were America, he would be doing the homeopathic stuff because he could not afford the doctor because he has no parents. I still feel bad about that time that I called an, am- an ambulance on dad. Because he, yeah, well, he wasn't, he, he was, he was definitely, he had a fever and he wasn't um, answering my questions correctly. Listen, he wound up having to be hospitalized. Yeah, because I, had a re- he was, he yeah. was very sick and he wouldn't get in the car with you. Yeah, so. I was like, I was like, dad, can, are you like, do you need to go to the hospital? He was like, no, no, I'm fine. And then I was like, I'm going to call 911 on you anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> and then, yeah, it wasn't until days later, he was like, Holly, why didn't you just take me? And I was like, well, you You did. wouldn't go with you me. Would said, you said, you said no. 
Yeah. So I called the cops. Listen, when the ambulance showed up and said, yes, this is serious, he could have said, I'm declining the ambulance ride. Carly, oh. will you drive me to the ER? Right. Well, I guess he'd already pissed himself. So I don't know that he had the capacity oh, to God. like answer that question. Well, then he probably needed to go in the ambulance. Mm. <laughs> back to the restaurant. Yeah, back so. to the restaurant. Do we, when are we going to know the name of Lola's parents' restaurant? Like, yeah, they never called Lola's. It. Oh, no. it might be. Is it? I feel like it's called Lola's. I actually think that's right. I feel they like just, there's like a sign. Like, I don't think they say it, but I feel like the sign says Lola's. Right. I think oh, we've only cute. seen that sign like one time. Because now that you say it, I remember it. But like, they're always just at the restaurant. We never see the outside. Except for the time when Miles showed up very drunk and, or high or whatever. <laughs> tried with, to whip it out. With what's her face <laughs> and tried to show everyone his wiener. I am. Anyways, we don't, I don't know. Zoe, sitting by herself with her phone, she's sad. And luckily, they're not in America, so there's an open flame on the table <laughs> for her to reburn her arm. Um, the reason I say that is because I was just in Ireland, and the thing that my friend Marianne and I were, like, most shocked by is we went, like, one of the first bars we went to, it was, like, a really cute old-timey bar. I mean, I, old everything in fucking Ireland looks old. But anyways, <laughs> they had these, like, legit long-stem candles on Ooh. all the tables, and Marianne and I were like, Oh my god! Drunk people are gonna knock those over. Yeah, we were like, "Oh my god!" Like I could burn myself if I wanted to. I could light this whole place on fire. I, my hair could catch on fire. Like this is so dangeous. Holy shit! <laughs> are you saying and in other countries they trust people not to be complete morons? No, <laughs> in other countries they trust people not to sue them for everything, oh. and that's the difference. Mm-hmm. In America, mm-hmm. they don't give you the option because they know that people they know will you're sue gonna hurt everything. yourself on purpose and then sue them. <laughs> Exactly, but honestly, though, yeah, exactly, it's true. that's exactly Guilty. it. And so, Guilty. like, we were just shocked by it. We were like, we were like, literally taking pictures with this candle, like we've never seen a fucking candle before. We're like, oh my god! Wow! And you lifted your hair on fire and tried to see I the almost restaurant. did taking pictures. I was like, wow! Okay, look, it's fire! Yeah, literally, just amazingly shocked. So. That's, that's why there's a candle on the table for her to burn herself because like they're in, the in Canada. Just in the middle of the restaurant and no one's freaking noticing that she's like, I'm holding my... Listen. No. It's as Canada. Someone, she's allowed. As someone who has intentionally burned themselves as for self-harm as a high schooler, it takes way longer than that. <laughs> it takes way longer than that. Bethany was like, the realism in this the episode The realism in blows. this scene. You can't, it's like she was on there for like a second. And she was like, ah. No, it hurts. You cannot just hold your hand up to a flame long enough to burn it. You can't because you will pull back. What you're going to want to do is get a metal thing. Hold Ooh, that Bethany, on the please flame. don't. Bethany, Bethany, this is 13 Ooh, reasons okay. why. You, you shouldn't do this. <laughs> what you... I feel like that's a uh, that slippery slope to go down. Is yeah, we don't tell far? we don't tell people how to harm themselves. Listen, this is America. We could get sued. listen. This is America. We get sued. <laughs> Cut that out. Shut, Cut it that out. Shut it down. Shut it down. I'm just okay. saying. I'm just saying. That's not how I, it works. That that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. You can say that's not how it works, but we don't need to teach the kids at home how to do you it. You can't. You can't. I'm going to tell you how. I'm going to tell you how you harm yourself. No, I'm not. Listen, kids, get your notepads out. Listen, kids, stop listening. For one thing, you're too young. Okay, like they can't just like look it up on Reddit anyway. Oh, I don't know about Reddit. Anyways, um, I, th- I think she was reburning her arm. Like, I think the burn was over. Like, wasn't she just yeah. redoing the burn that was already there? Oh, did Anyways. she get a burn from before? She had a burn in a few episodes before this. With that a, happened yeah. on accident. It was then, a curling gotcha. iron, but it literally oh, singed okay. her skin as if she touched the sun. Like, it was. Well, I mean, I feel she, like a curling iron pretty rough. could do that. Yeah, but she honestly. was, like, bleeding. I was like, damn. Anyways. Uh. Um, but it looked pretty healed, like any, any. Okay. 
So she posts the picture. I gotcha. I thought that whole mark was from her holding her arm above the flame <laughs> for like half a second. And I'm like, ah, no. And they even made like the singeing noise. You know what I mean? Like Ugh. she put it there and it was like sizzle, sizzle. She had like very were... hairy arms since that was the hair singeing. <laughs> I, I just assumed, I was like, oh my God, are we at Chili's? Are my fajitas coming? <laughs> yeah. did, you ever, did you ever light a Barbie doll's hair on fire? Because that's okay. No, that no, I did not. What were you guys doing where I was like being locked out of the room? <laughs> lighting Barbie doll's hair on fire. Jesus Christ. Mom was like, you can't have candles in your room. And I was like, I'm just going to sneak them in. Right. Just going to sneak them in and light my doll's hair on fire. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Yeah, she, she posted that picture of the burn mark with the hashtag, hashtag loves hurts. So uh, on brand. And- I feel yeah. like it makes it seem like Winston burned her. That's what right? I'm saying. Like, she's not at all concerned that it's going to make Winston look abusive. Like, if it's yeah. posted right after their fucking Love Hurts video, like, I that's just making Winston that. look abusive. I was my first thing. I'm like, is she saying Winston did that? Like, I don't it makes understand. It seem like it. Because sure. I feel like if I saw someone with a burned arm and they said Love Hurts, I wouldn't assume, like, oh, they burned their arm on a restaurant, right. at a restaurant on the candle on purpose. I would be like, did they just, like, did their loved one burn them? Right. Maybe what happened was that Winston was like, no, Zoe, that's not how you do it. What you're going to want to do is. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder, did she hashtag it with other things? I can't remember. To like imply self-harm. No, it was just love. It was like, she was like, hashtag Yeah, love that was hurts. literally it. Send. It was just love Yikes, hurts. Zoe. All right. But everybody, we- everybody got that it was self-harm somehow. Okay, yeah. So anyways, back at the motel then. Uh, Frankie is laying in the motel bed, fully clothed, like no sex happened. Jonah is just (laughs) getting out of the shower, like sex did happen. So I don't know. He needs a shower after sleeping in that gross motel bed. (laughs) Yeah, probably. She's totally fine with it. Um, Either way, Frankie can hear uh, everything Jonah is saying on the phone to his mom because the door is fucking open. (laughs) And and literally Um, she walks in and he's like, oh, you heard that, didn't you? Like, yeah, because you were talking like, the door's open, you dumb shit. feet from where I was. Yeah. So Frankie confronts Jonah about the conversation he had with his mom. Jonah pushes back, asking Frankie if she still thinks that she's the victim in all of this and pressuring her to just apologize. It's not that he thinks she's racist. He just thinks that she doesn't get it and she's not trying to. Frankie storms off before she says something that she'll have to apologize for later, which is probably the smartest thing that she could have done. I was very proud of Jonah. I was like, yeah, fucking tell her. Yeah. No, he makes a good point. Like, he's pretty much like, you did a racist thing, and you're not trying to make any effort to understand why why what you did was wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there are, I think there are a lot of people who, you know, aren't necessarily, I I mean, I don't know. Like, I think, I'm trying to word this without it being like, but I think sometimes, like, people, you know, hear that they did a racist thing and they like feel attacked and it's like no we're talking about your actions here like I'm not saying that you are a terrible garbage person I'm saying that because you know you're white you don't understand what someone of color is going through and so you did an insensitive thing and so let's talk about how you can fix it and not do that again they think you're like attacking their character entirely But it's like when they double down or act defensive, it's like, well, now I'm kind of thinking you are a racist. Right? (laughs) Since your reaction wasn't, yikes, I didn't realize that was so bad. I'm sorry. Whoops. Yeah, because you're like, Like, I didn't didn't know any, exactly. Like, I think, 
I think every white person has probably done something oh, in yeah. their life that was racist. Mm-hmm. Plenty. I think people have done a lot yeah. of things that were you know? racist without realizing. And it. yeah, and not real. I mean, microaggressions even. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, and when you're called on it, the appropriate response is like, "Oh crap, I didn't know. I'm really sorry. Can you can you help me understand? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't. I wasn't. You know, that wasn't my intention. But I totally get. You know, if you say that it was offensive to you, then I believe you. Yeah. Can you help me figure out how I don't do that again? Yeah. There like, are also a lot of people who are obsessed with being right. Oh yeah. Yes. And they have like they've convinced they have to convince themselves like no right I was I should be allowed to say that or I would do that right. I'm not a racist you know right like the idea that like can't admit they did anything wrong. if I'm not a racist then I can't have done anything right. racist right and it's it's okay to make mistakes people make mistakes it's about how right. you fix them. Mm-hmm. So we're not perfect. So now it's school the next day, and Tristan approaches a very satisfied with herself Zoe and pulls back her sleeve to reveal her burn. Tristan thinks she's imploding because she won't admit that she's gay and that her and Winston are a fake relationship. I like how she seemed surprised that he knew about the burn. <laughs> how, what are you doing? how do you know? He's like, I saw your post. Like, yeah, dude, you posted that publicly. What do you mean? What is right. he doing? Yeah. Everyone knows you have a burn right. arm now. This is not a secret. Yep. And yet it seems to only be Tristan that, that noticed. That saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was only Tristan because Winston definitely didn't see it. And it was a weird close up picture. Everyone was like, I don't know what that is. Do you have bad tan lines? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I think she, I think she like had a cherry popsicle and then it spilled on her arm or something. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, anyway, Zoe feels judged by Tristan because she can't just be out and proud like him. They go back and forth with backhanded comments and continue to be awful friends to each other. Cute. Mm-hmm. One thing that Tristan does, I, I feel like he's done this multiple times, is he'll say something like mean to her and she'll say it back and he's like, oh, but, oh, like, over the line. <laughs> That's rich, like, Zoe. Yeah. You crossed the line. Like, okay, you did first. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think the thing that the thing that really stuck out to me um, here is, you know, he basically says like, are you doing all this for attention? And I think that that, that's something that we say to people who have, you know, depression or who Mm self-harm or, you know, people, people who, you know, are having issues with their mental health. It's, well, you're doing this for attention. Like, yes, people often do a lot of things for attention when they're trying to cry for help. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, I, you know, I, I self-harmed as a teenager and, there were a lot of times where, you know, particularly um, our mother was very dismissive of, you know, of what what I was experiencing and would kind of tell me like all teenagers go through angst. Oh, and, yeah, you angst. know, and I would say like, <laughs> but all teenagers don't cut themselves, mom. And right. she was kind of like, oh, you're so dramatic. Like, oh, God. you know, or um, the time the time I tried to kill myself and. You know, years later, I have found out from Carly that mom told her that I didn't and I was like making it up for attention. Yeah, no, she because I remember I remember that night like because, you know, we had a really functioning household. And so mom and I were sleeping on futons in the living room because that's where we slept at night and um, (laughs) watching Jay Leno. And I remember you coming in and you were like, I drank cleaner. And mom was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? What? And you're like, I drank cleaner or something like, like, right? Like, wasn't it cleaner or something? Yeah, it was like a cleaner. Yeah. Like, I went and picked something out, out of the cupboard and drank. Yeah. Like, I, 
honestly, it was a very pathetic suicide attempt. I drank like a sip and then (laughs) was like, this is gross. And I don't think I want to do this, but it just, you know, I was 15 and I was desperate and I didn't really know what to do. And I felt like I was constantly crying out for help and getting ignored. Yeah. And it felt like, you know, this is, this is a thing they can't ignore. Like, like it was like, I need help and I don't know how to get it. So I'm going to do these big dramatic things. Yeah. I feel like I remember you and mom arguing about it in the kitchen, like her being like, you did not do that. And you were like, yes, I did. Uh, She was like, drink some water. Yeah. Which I mean, granted, I mean, that would, you, you should have drank water. (laughs) I think was part of the, but like, not, not like that, not like the way she said it, but like flushing your system would have been a good thing. Yes. I think that like, I think that, I think the thing that really bothers me about it is that even, even if I hadn't really done it and she thought I was faking, if your child comes to you and Mm. tells you that they tried to kill themselves and they didn't really, but like. Clearly, that would still be a cry for help, right? right? Yeah. Like, yeah. someone who is claiming to have harmed themselves when they didn't yeah. also would need help. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And I, I I, was harming myself. And yeah. I showed her that I was harming myself. Um, You know? Like, she cleaned my room once and found, like, my little kit with, like, all my self-harm stuff in it. And she just, like, took it. And we didn't ever talk about it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think she just, she couldn't, she didn't know what to do and she couldn't handle it. And so she just kind of hoped I'd get over it. And I think mom had the mentality of like, like I had it harder than her and she has a roof over her head and I give her everything and she shouldn't be complaining. You know what I mean? I think like she had that that mentality. We could never, you know, we could never have, have suffered like enough trauma in her eyes and we should be thankful. And unfortunately that's not the way. That works. depression works. <laughs> right. You can, you know, everything outwardly can be right with your life and you can still feel incredibly depressed. And and it's genetic. It runs yeah. in our family. Yeah. And she had depression, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah, no, she had depression and anxiety yeah. and what, adult ADD. You know, and um, there's, at the, at the time... Um, you know, there was, there was a big movement like in the, in the nineties, um, in terms of like how to, how to deal with, with children when they were like, you know, quote unquote, having a fit, um, that, you know, don't give, ignore Ignore them, them. don't give them attention. Um, and now in the early childhood field, especially there's, there's more of a movement towards, um, you know, when let's figure out how to give that child the attention they're craving, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. Um, there's a, you know, there's a thing that I've seen a lot of, um, early childhood professionals share that's like, basically, you know, when you find yourself saying, oh, that kid's just doing that for attention, replace the word attention with the word relationship. Mm -hmm. That kid's Mm -hmm. doing that because they're seeking a relationship. They're seeking validation. They're Mm -hmm. seeking. Mm -hmm. And why would you ignore that? Yeah. You have to find a way to give that child that validation and that attention and, you know, and, you know, obviously that doesn't mean that, um, you know, you encourage the the poor behavior, mm-hmm. but it's a conversation that you have with the kid. Like, oh, you wanted my attention, so you threw a block. Next time you want my attention, why don't you come over and talk to me? Mm-hmm. And then the next time when they come over and talk to you, you have to actually listen. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I think, you know, I don't... I, I don't I don't blame mom because I think she really thought she was doing what was right. 
And I think that she's thought by, I think that she, you know, her idea of like, well, I'm just doing it for attention. She thought that she could ignore it and I would, it would magically go away. Mm -hmm. Mm. That if I were doing this for her attention and it didn't get me her attention, that I would stop. But the thing is. just tried harder. Yeah. I just tried harder to get her attention. And you know, the things that, the things that were making me seek out that relationship and that validation and that attention, they didn't magically go away. You know, it was my, it was my crippling depression Mm -hmm. that was making me act out like that. And you can't just ignore depression and it goes away. Um, you know, I mean, I've had to do a lot of work on my mental health and I'm, I'm in a much healthier place now, but it's because of therapy and medications and, it's, you know, it's a thing you have to constantly work on. Yeah, and if you just ignored it, it would just get worse and worse. You wouldn't be functional at all. At yeah. This point. And you know. I, you know, and I think sometimes, um, you know, when adults ignore children's cries for help, it's like, oh, well, that child doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, because they've learned that you're not a safe person that's right. going to yeah. help them. Right. So they're still feeling that way. They're just not telling you anymore. And then when something yeah. terrible happens, they're like, why didn't they come to why me? Why didn't they tell me? Because you taught me that my pain was pretend. Mm-hmm. You didn't believe me. You mean me. like Mrs. Hollingsworth? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're not depressed. There's like a ton of people who still like feel like if you talk about depression, if you show self-harm or do anything like that, that you are faking it for attention. Mm -hmm. I see it all the time because I talk about, Mm. you know, I used to be, because I've been depressed, well, I'm diagnosed bipolar, so I've always been bipolar, and that caused a lot of the issues I had in school and stuff like that with relationships. And, um, but when I was younger, you wouldn't, nobody was, would talk about it. Cause we didn't have the internet. We didn't have like a way to connect with other people to be like, Oh, this is something mm. other people deal with. And now I can talk about it with somebody who's also open about it and kind of figure things out. But at the time when I was in high school, I hit it. I told, like, I wouldn't tell people what was going on yeah. um, because I was ashamed because they taught you to be ashamed of that type of stuff. There's something wrong with you. Um, I mean, you and I didn't even really talk with no. each other about it. No. And we could have been such great supports for right. each other, but we were being taught that this isn't okay to talk about. No, that was on you. You guys fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a girl um, in one of my classes who would say that she spent time in a mental institution. She'd come into class and talk about it. And I don't know whether or not it was true, but I remember thinking she was full of shit. Because if you really have depression, you don't talk about it. You're ashamed. You would be ashamed. And that's how a lot of people feel. I feel like that's so New England. <laughs> but the, I see it on the internet, you know, people from all over. Yeah, no, like exactly. Being like people yeah. who are really depressed don't talk about it. It's like, no, they didn't talk about it because they were shamed by society. Mm-hmm. And now there's and more And we need acceptance. to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Now people are finally co- – it's similar to things like racism, sexism. People wouldn't talk about it because they didn't have a safe space to talk about it. Now the internet's a safer space. Like you might get attacked, but you're getting attacked online, not in person. You might get swatted. Um, But, you know, it's things that are coming, things that were always there that were just hidden. Mm -hmm. And now because people have a way to communicate and validate the things that they were always feeling, now people are starting to talk about it. Mm-hmm. in public and people are saying like oh you're just doing it um because it's a trend now and it's like 
No. And even if you weren't really depressed, the fact that you're saying you're depressed for attention is a sign of something is wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something. Yes. That's some sort of like something's going on that you need help for. Mm-hmm. Like I, so I remember um, the day after Bethany or maybe it wasn't the day after it was like that week. That you after you had tried to kill yourself because I want to say it was like the same week as Valentine's Day. Does that make, does that sound accurate? I don't that know. That sounds right. Were. I think it was on Valentine's Day. Okay, because I remember it was in that time frame, and I remember going to school. I don't know if it was the next day or like that week or whatever. And I ended up like talking to Mr. Bashand about it, like my homeroom and math teacher, which I think you didn't you have. Yes, you told Mr. Bashand about me. I did, but he didn't do. I don't think he called mom. Like I was like, I I like had like a private meeting and was like, I don't. I'm I'm like I think my sister tried to kill herself, and like I mean I was in sixth grade, so I was like dealing with that myself. Like what does that mean? Like you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's weird to think back and it's like, I didn't, you know what, if you were a teacher, you would think he would have called home or something. And been like, like, is everything okay? Your daughter yeah. is telling me that there's stuff going on at home and I'm, yeah. I'm Especially, worried. Is there anything I can do to help? Is there yeah. resources I can help you with? Right. Considering you, he had you as a student as well years prior. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know that he, I don't know that he called home, but I also don't know that if he did, if mom would have. Just been like, everything's fine. We're taking care of, you know what I mean? She like, probably would have, honestly. Yeah. So, like, I have no idea if he did, but, you know, it's entirely possible that she would have just, like, swept it under the rug anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I can only, like, sixth grade? Was it? I think, no, I think it was fifth grade when dad had his heart attack. I was just always going to school with, like, a boatload of shit. Because right. I, because I, I had I that. was sophomore. So, you... No, you probably were sixth grade when he had it. Okay. I think I was pretty sure I was a sophomore. Yeah, I think it was. Okay. No, no, it was sixth grade. So I remember writing in my um, Blink-182 diary that like, <laughs> it was literally like, I fucking hate Heather. She's a freakish fat sea cow. Dad had a heart attack sea today. Cow. But Heather's a bitch. That fuck. Uh, she's oh irritating me. Like, um... Heather but from the yeah. bus or Heather yeah. that was one of the twins? Heather oh, from yeah. the bus? Heather was, Heather was a chronic liar. Like, I don't know oh. what. She was always telling tall tales. Um, she <laughs> so would was be like, Jessica Rain over yeah, here. Well, yeah. Telling no, about she, her My Size Barbies. Which was a Barbies. cry for help. It was. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah. Heather would be like, oh, you know, so-and-so has a crush on you. And then they'd be like, I never said that. Like, she would just like oh, make so shit mean. up to stir, to stir the pot. Um, oh, but yeah, I definitely remember uh, – like going going to school a lot that year and being like, there's not a lot of stuff going on. Right. <laughs> like, what is happening? But I would still go to school because that's how I function is yeah. by overcompensating with too many activities and and that's how I've always been. Like that's right. always been my uh, my crutch is to just constantly be doing stuff to not actually sit and have to think about what's going on. Well, I know I was giving very clear warning signs, not by like what I was saying, but the fact that I almost always attendance failed. The fact that mm-hmm. I, I went from being a straight A student in elementary school to going C's, D's, F's every year, getting worse and worse. And nobody picked up on it. Like they just let me skate by and, and didn't try to help me. And I, there was a thread on Facebook recently that was like, what is something about your disability that you're angry about? And I'm like, I'm angry that I basically didn't get a high school education because I was so exhausted that I didn't absorb any of the information and I failed all my classes and nobody did anything to mm. help me. Mm-hmm. Um, the one time my mom noticed something was up, 
um, and brought me to the guidance counselor, she just told me that people don't like people who are sad all the time. Oh my God. And I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, okay, cool. Like I didn't get any help. And I remember at some point I heard about bipolar and I thought that that was what I was, but then I went to the doctors and they treated me for depression and said, I don't know. My attempts at treatment have been miserable. Um, but anyways, yeah, nobody, yeah, people saw me just failing and just assumed I was lazy and unmotivated and oh, stuff like that. That's, and that's, yes, that is a very common thing with, a, you know, a lot of mental health disorders, like your, you know, your depression or your anxiety or your bipolar disorder or your mm-hmm. borderline personality mm-hmm. disorder or, you know, all these different things you could have often are so crippling that they stop you from doing things mm-hmm. and then people write yeah. it, oh, they sleep all day. Oh. They're so lazy. Right. Well, that like there's probably either a physical or a mental component mm-hmm. there right. that's making that person sleep all yeah. day. My um, That's making them unable to do my things. My high-functioning high um, depression and anxiety brought me to write young author's books um, about, <laughs> like, I think the main the first page is like, this is basically it was like this is the story of a girl <laughs> and but like it was like she was one of the nicest people ever but had one of the saddest lives oh my god and it was like her was like her best friend killed themselves oh god. and then they did totally send me to guidance about it oh and i remember because like they wrote a it was a, they wrote a note and it was like Carly, please come to guidance during lunch and like put a smiley face. And I remember Brian Commons took the note and turned it into a sad crying face. Oh, and I was like, you're going to get me in trouble. I was like, don't do that. Oh, and then like I went to went to guidance and they're like, so about this story, is everything okay? Do you have friends? And I was like, y'all know me. I was like, I have lots of friends. Right. Yeah. I just wrote a story. Jeez. I'm fine. I am totally fine crying on the inside. I'm totally fine. Yeah, it's good. Aww. I have friends. Can I go back to them? Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but that's, I mean, also you grew up when around when we grew up and it's like, it was super stigmatized to have problems like that, to have mental health issues. Oh, yeah. Um, So, of course, you're you're trying to sweep it under the rug and not, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Not let anybody know because if you talk about it, it's not real. You're not really depressed because if you weren't, you would hide it. You know, it's. it's, No, I definitely. I. No, I 1000% remember that. I know it's funny because after like, after I had, um, you know, some of the moms I babysit for that came to see my one woman show. And I remember um, then like the, the, you know, 12 year old, I think at the time daughter that I babysat was like asking her mom about the show. And her mom was like, you know, Carly's had a harder life than I realized. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, so I'll wait until I get to write about it oh, and really fester in it, you know? Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'll just keep it to myself and cry at movies and oh. stuff. <laughs> but I have a therapist. We've already talked about it. So, yeah. You know. I mean, at this point, We're, the three of us all are like, we have mental illness issues. We see therapists. Yeah. I mean, for me, my parents found out how bad it was because I needed to be hospitalized because I didn't have any help. Um, you know, damn, is that when they just discovered? Well, my mom, I had told my mom and she was aware that I had mental health issues, but like, I don't think I talked to my dad about it at all. Wow. But they also didn't realize how serious they were, how like crippling they were. Mm -hmm. Um, and that moment, like, I think people knew that I had mental illness and I would talk about it like kind of 
like I talk about it on Facebook, maybe right, you know, yeah. casually at that point. But even I didn't know how severe it was until I was hospitalized. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, shit, this is like serious. I need to get help. Like, mm-hmm. I knew I needed to get help before that, but I'm like, no, I need to get help. Um, mm-hmm. Which going to the hospital, thankfully, opened some doors for me. Because um, I was yeah. on, you know, trying struggling to get a therapist and a psychiatrist because they're yeah. overbooked. Which is way harder than it should so be. So hard. It's hard yeah. to get healthcare. It's hard to find someone in your healthcare to, like, see you. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find someone who even has the time to see you, especially yeah. you know, I'm in a small town. Like, yep. there's only so many people who can see you. Um, but being hospitalized put me at the top of these lists yeah and they were like okay this is an emergency she needs emergency outpatient care when she gets out of here okay we'll take her we'll fit her in type of thing so kids what you want to do is you want (laughs) to not sleep for like four days oh god and that's how that's how it's it's easy and that's how you get a therapist just in america just lose your mind entirely It's but then once you do that, it's easy. Right. So I don't. Everybody pull themselves oh, up by God. their bootstraps and just figure it out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh yeah. So Frankie is driving home from the motel. She's clearly flustered, but trying to make herself, uh, trying to put herself in a good mood by some putting on some music. Uh, then she's yeah, she's she's, she's like, it. okay, I can I can dance to this like random song that's not a real <laughs> song. Okay, can do it. Um, and then her tire bursts dramatically. Um, <laughs> literally the most dramatic day ever. <laughs> uh, cut back to the hospital. Tiny is just waking up from surgery when Lola jumps on him. Again, great thing after surgery. Hugging just, her you know, appendix. Yeah, just really punch him right in the appendix area. Um, but she is ready to play nurse and feels bad that she told him not to go to the doctor because she loves him. Well, she this wants causes... to give him a ham sub to make up for it. Did she say ham sub? Yeah, she did. Oh she did. God. She offered him a ham sub. Because when you just had stomach surgery, do you know what you need? Freaking ham sub. Well, if it was ham spread, you, y'all know I'd be on it like white on rice. Uh, but again, that's that's just me. Um, so yeah, so she admits that she loves him. And this causes Tiny to admit that he also has feelings for Shay. He doesn't want to break up with her, though. But Lola demands answers. When Tiny doesn't have them, she knows that she's not ready to be second place and breaks up with Tiny. And I'm like, good for you, Lola. <laughs> um, and she even takes her flowers. Yeah. Like, I last ditch fuck you. And he's um, not getting a ham sub. <laughs> no. No. And he's not getting any of her ham wallet either. <laughs> oh. Um, Yeah, this is like the first time that I was like, Lola, good job. Right. You finally did something right. Like, no, as absolutely, if your boyfriend is like, I have feelings for somebody else too. I'd be like, okay, time maybe to go. it's time to walk away. Right. Unless you're into polyamory. And then that's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, <laughs> Actually, yeah, maybe I'll date you both. But that's something to be discussed. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Lola was ready for that. I don't, I don't know that Lola, although Lola would be poly, I feel like eventually. I feel like she would be. Maybe. But it's high school. So. I don't think Lola would realize she was poly. Lola's, Lola's a little... I think I, she yeah. might be into someone who's like, I can have two boyfriends, but you can only have me. <laughs> yeah, right. Lola, Lola's into pizza Amory. Right. Yeah, that's true. I think Lola would suddenly find herself dating two people and not know how she got there. <laughs> yeah, no, I think she would. She dumb. 
Uh, but now we're back on the side of the road where Frankie is trying to decide who to call for help. Obviously, she doesn't want to call her mom, but she's like, she's mad at everybody in her life. She doesn't know what to do. Just when look up a, a YouTube tutorial. Like, you I got know, the phone honestly. on already. But also, granted, you have, you have to be strong enough to, like, yeah. de- you know what I mean, the dead, if the bolts are, like, rusted or whatever, like, it's one thing knowing how to do it, but you might not be strong enough to do I'm it. I'm surprised she doesn't uh, have triple A. That's true, too. Maybe, maybe then her mom would be alerted to her. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, know. I don't know. If I'm strong, all I'm saying is that if I'm strong enough to change a tire, then Frankie can do it. Because I feel like you're most likely definitely stronger than, than Frankie. You just use your foot and you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never done it. I've never actually done it either. Um, but now we don't have dad's AAA anymore, so I better fucking uh, learn. Dude, Greg and I have our own AAA. However, luckily I do have Tinder, so. Um, <laughs> And thanks to the world of so misogyny. So you can get a pizza while you... I, I, yeah. I, I remember one time mom got a flat tire and she called Grampy because she knew Grampy would come and change the tire for and her. Dad and she knew, that, she knew that if she called dad, he'd be like, uh, I can tell you over the phone how to do it. You're capable. <laughs> and she didn't want that. She wanted someone to come do it for her. I so want sexism. Come <laughs> do this for me. Yeah. Um, yes. So anywho, as Frankie's contemplating... Um, a black man parks behind <laughs> her and gets out of the car. She locks the door immediately. He knocks oh on the God, window and asks, so if she, "Yeah," and asks if she needs help changing a tire. Nervous, she says no, but then realizes she's been racist all along. Oh my <laughs> God. That was like her moment. Like <laughs> I am racist. She realized, like, <laughs> so you know. So then she let that fine, nice black man do some manual labor for right. her, and she racism was cured. Was cured. Great, oh Frankie. Oh my God. Yep. Yep. Oh my God. Yes. All right. So, all right. Now we're in the empty classroom and Zoe is looking at a message from Tristan insisting that they need to talk. Zoe ignores it and goes back to looking at self-harm images on Hastygram, as well as like other um, like sad quotes mm-hmm. of like, this is why you harm Would yourself. Would you love me if you knew? Yeah. Yeah. It's yes. like, oh no. Um, Winston enters and apologizes for leaving her at dinner. And she's also sorry for hurting Winston just for likes. <laughs> um, Winston bejeweled her a selfie stick for their future posts, but notices the messed up posts she's looking at. She says she just accidentally clicked on them. Apparently, Winston didn't see last night's post after he left her at dinner. <laughs> he was busy bejeweling the selfie it's stick. It's true. He went, he like left and was like, oh, I immediately regret that. I must go to the store and get a selfie <laughs> stick and the bejeweling uh, crafts and, and get could, home and do he that. He could start a business a la CJO Designs. <laughs> he could. And sell some bejeweled uh, cell phone cases. He, oh, my God. His parents rich because he's constantly, he brings her a latte every day. That buys her up. selfie stick. He doesn't have a job. Like, I think he's, li- I think he's living on the Hollingsworth dime. Oh, maybe. I was going to say, he's never going to be able to afford a house with those, all those lattes. <laughs> um, oh, my God. The, the kid, the baby I babysat today, they said that they were going to dress him up for Halloween as an avocado. And <laughs> I was like, I know. I was like, oh, are you guys going to dress up as anything? And he was like, I don't know. We haven't dressed up in a long time. And I was like telling them Bethany about. And I was like, yeah, my my sister and their family, like whatever my nephew decides, he then like appoints costumes to, you know, my you know, my <laughs> sister and brother-in-law. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so they, they, you know, they go as a family costume in that way. And he was like, oh, but what goes with avocado? And I was like, well, you <laughs> guys should be toast because you can't yes, afford a house because of the avocado. Because they rent. So that's, that was like, he was like, you're so right. We can't <laughs> afford a house because of the avocado. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's why we're living here. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. I'll tell, listen, I'll give them a tutorial on how I made make my a toast, toast costume my senior year of high school. I was going to say, if they go through it, I will tell them because I remember, I remember very, because weren't you also grilled cheese one year with the same, like, <laughs> No, or? no, I was toast, but I let Dominic try on the toast costume and he, and was he looked cheese. like a grilled cheese because he right. was dressed like Charlie, Charlie Brown, Brown. <laughs> so he had a yellow shirt on and so once he put on my toast costume, he looked like a grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I had Katie French braid my hair, and then I drew Your on a little, a little, a little mustache. Yeah, and I was French toast <laughs> about halfway through the day. Could not sit down in that costume. No, though, no, because the foam would just go up. Yeah, was, was, that was like that was like I feel like my favorite costume I've ever been. <laughs> right, because it was so weird and random. Um, the bell rings. And that's when everybody finally comes into class. Right. The second the bell rings. Yeah. And uh, as Zoe continues to look at the pictures, sadly, as class starts. All right. So the final scene, we are in Frankie's room and Mrs. Hollingsworth, the most selfish mother, (laughs) is giving Frankie a stern talking to about being selfish. Uh, But she's glad she's home. Miles, the dad, comes in and asks if she thinks running away was going to solve anything. But Frankie is now woke. She <laughs> fucked up and she finally knows it. But Miles tries to let her off the hook for locking the doors on the black guy. But Frankie is firm in her realization and she is not making excuses anymore. She's going to do better. She decides to call Jonah to apologize. And as she does that, she realizes that Shay has left her a voicemail. That she's worried about her. And Frankie knows that everything is going to be okay. <laughs> I really liked how when she was getting grounded, Miles was like waiting in the door. Yeah, because yeah, like, he's the dad. Like, to give his big brother talk. <laughs> no, he's dad. Right, he your was... turn's over. Also, turn. did where the F is Hunter? Is he in jail this episode or what? Where is he? I think he's still in, isn't he? I mean, it's been a while. He might isn't still he? be in the mental institution. Oh, all right. Okay. See, I haven't watched most of the season. I yeah, forgot, I think still I forgot about that storyline. All right. I thought he was MIA inexplicably. <laughs> but no, I liked that Hunt, again, because his shirt's always tucked in. He was literally arms crossed, leaning yes, against the door. Yes, in the door, leaning against the door frame. like a dad. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you knucklehead. Come here. <laughs> let me give you a noogie. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Did you get any themes? Because I, the um, mom came home, so I came out, of, I ran out of time. Babysitting. I feel like there wasn't a common theme, and I tried really hard to make them all be the same but it's just stupid hmm. i said frankie runs away from her problems again but this time it's literal <laughs> zoe runs away from her homosexuality and copes by hmm. burning herself tiny runs away from lola's lame homeopathy <laughs> <laughs> homeopathy Homeopath- Hom- homopathy homopathy is that how you homopathy? say it i don't know i homopathy it's not homopathy. I always call it homeopathy. It's homeopathic. Okay. Homeopathy. Homeopathy? Homeopathy. It's not homeopathy. Homeopathy. Homie don't play yeah, that. I think it's homeopathy. <laughs> and homeopathy. It's homosexual. How would they say it on You have a homeopath. It would say homeopathy. I'm a flaming homeopath. <laughs> uh, I think those sound like good themes. Yeah, I don't know. The... the, the <laughs> The theme is runaway train. Never coming back. back. I think the theme runaway. is image. 
image. Yeah. Because, I don't know. <laughs> Just because <laughs> Frankie wants to maintain her image as not a racist. <laughs> She's doing a great job. Uh, Zoe wants to maintain her image Good as a power couple. <laughs> and Tiny wants to maintain his image as having an appendix. And everybody <laughs> fails. Um, oh, oh, sorry. I think I leaned back too far in my my ear thing. I think out. that the <laughs> the the, um, the theme is a bejeweling. Um, <laughs> so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes, Zoe. Tiny got his appendix bejeweled. He got to put it back in right after. They didn't. They didn't mention that. They part. just bejeweled. That's what they do for appendicitis mm-hmm. in Canada. They remove it. They bejewel it. They put it back. And that's and also why bejewel the stitches. That's they why. De- yeah. Oh, he definitely had some rhinestone stitches. That's why their healthcare <laughs> system's not going to work in America because <laughs> we don't put up with that bejeweling nonsense. Because I don't want to wait two years to have my appendix bejeweled. <laughs> yeah. I want my appendix bejeweled right now, and I want to be in debt. He was for bejeweled life. like I spend immediately. Hundred thousand dollars yep. on it. Um. He got immediately bejeweled. He did. Yeah. <laughs> um. And uh, yeah, I think that's um. Oh yeah, and and and. Uh, what we didn't see is that Frankie had that black man bejewel her tire. <laughs> That's probably it. She was probably out there trying to bejewel it. And the man was like, honey, what are you doing? He was like, I actually have this bejewel tool that they sold at like Kmart. Yep. And I'm here to help He's like, you. I have a bejeweled tire iron that I can help you take care of this. <laughs> and she was like, don't kill me. And he was like, it's bejeweled. I'm not going to use it as a murder weapon. I get all yucky with your blood. <laughs> All right, so what are we uh, doing? What's the episode next week? Do you know? Oh, wait, I wrote it down this Ooh. time. Um, all right, yeah, so next week's episode, or like we, I love how I always say next week's episode. As if we do it once But you a never week. know. <laughs> We're all mentally ill on this podcast, so who knows when we'll get around we to it. We need a lot revealing. of self-care over here. Mm-hmm. We do. We ha- I had to go, I had, I had to break up with my old roommate, move to a different apartment by myself, go to Ireland because I was dealing with everything, and then adopt a cat with one eye. And so <laughs> I think that sounds like a solid today. plan. And I'm trying yeah. to buy a house, which is a lot. <laughs> I finally yeah, sold yeah. my house. So see, we're all going through things. I also auditioned for The Bachelor. So there you go. It's been a lot, you guys. Oh, my God. So next time we record... We're going to be talking about season two, episode eight, hashtag rise and grind. Ooh, what's that about? I don't remember. (laughs) That's the point. No spoilers. Is that like, is that like wake and bake? (laughs) Oh, what? You just asking what rise and grind means? Yeah. No, rise. Bethany, Bethany, you. Because you got to grind. Don't you have to grind the pot before you get. I don't think you've ever. Get the grinder. You've never rose and ground. So that's why. I've never rose and ground. That's why you don't know what it's like to rise. Or woken boke. The past tense of wake and bake is woken boke, right? Obviously. Do you even woken boke, bro? I've never woken boke. Or. Or I've never risen and grisen. <laughs> uh, rose and groans. Um, no, yes. When you rise and grind, it means you wake up and you fucking put the pedal to the metal. Oh, like you like seize done. the day. You know, I've you never done that. Jug. It's like the tug and jug. You go to the tug and jug. When, you know when you wake up and you tug and jug? And that's when you just tug it into a jug next to your bed? Yeah. <laughs> throw it out the window. Like truck drivers when they pee on the road. That was a whole thing on Trailer Park Boys. Oh, my God. There's jugs of piss everywhere. <laughs> I never knew uh, that the 
what, what what is the thing actually called that the tug and jug was? A jug, jug handle. handle. Jug handle, yeah. <laughs> tug and jug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, let's just tell everybody at home because I feel like we always do, especially when the three of us are together. We're over here like, <laughs> good they let, listen, they let you turn left there now. <laughs> you yeah, don't even need they to got use the tug and jug. Of, they got rid of one of the tug and jugs. Um, so for our listeners at home, if you're ever in Nashua, New Hampshire, um, on, <laughs> on this what particular it? stretch of 101A, 101A Amber Street, they had a thing called the jug handle. There's still one of them. And it literally, all it is, is like a half of a roundabout. Yeah. Um, well, you can, you can, re- there's no left turns at this particular intersection. Yeah. So you have to so take a right to, to Yeah. You around. have to go around the jug handle to go to straight. reverse your direction. Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, they literally called it a jug handle. I've never seen it called the jug handle anywhere else but in New Hampshire. I've never seen it exist anywhere else. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, uh, well, Jesse, it was your ex-boyfriend who who used to call it. He's like, what is that thing called? The tug and jug? (laughs) And that's why we always call it Because you were like really excited about it. You were like, we're going to go through the jug handle. And he like did not... He was, was like, like what? what? Oh, where are we going? <laughs> the tug and jug. The tug- Why are you excited about this tug and jug? He, well, didn't he think it was like some sort of coffee shop or something? <laughs> he was like, I thought it was going to be really good coffee. Oh, man. I didn't, really He did to... not understand the excitement. When you were like, look, reverse direction. I need to buy Mocha Joe's and rename it the tug and jug. Oh, that's such a good <laughs> idea. I also wanted to um, put an asterisk um, to a joke made earlier that we laughed heartily at, but then never explained, which was when I called Lola a mumbo jumbo guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one time we were talking to Pops about Shaman, and he couldn't remember what they were called, so he called him a mumbo jumbo guy. All right, anyways. Iowatha. <laughs> so thanks for coming on, Beth. You're welcome. Anytime. All right. Two more times and I get my jacket. <laughs> Any social media you want to plug? Uh, no, because my shit is private. Don't look me up. Yep. Here we go. Don't send me a friend request. I will not accept it. I will block you. <laughs> Tell them that your social media is a social disease podcast. <laughs> My That's I control the social disease podcast page. <laughs> I hacked into it. Right. And that's just all pictures of my kids now. Oh my the God. ones that I'm allowed to show on social the media. That, the ones that aren't rentals. The one that, yeah. The one that I've already purchased. <laughs> All right, and thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, guys. And once again, we're your hosts, Jesse Mack. And Carly Joe Gear. And this has been a social disease podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>